Warning, the following audio contains content intended for older audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Yeah, welcome back to this Thirsty Thursday episode 1.3 on Brew Talk. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, it's been a been a pretty good past uh, few days or, or last week anyway has been a pretty good one. Uh, kind of action packed for me, which I've kind of enjoyed for a change. Uh, me and the wife had a babysitter for this past weekend um, over Saturday night and Sunday. We uh, ended up going out to eat in Little Rock at some crab place. I don't even remember what it was called now. And uh, ended up going to I-30 Speedway after that. And it was uh, it was quite enjoyable. We haven't been in a while, the both of us. And one of our things that we like to do is we like to pick out the winners of each uh, each each heat race or each race that they have and try to try to guess who's going to win that race. So it was uh, it was definitely fun for us, kind of refreshing to go out and do that and enjoy it. Um, and then after that finished up, we got back home about 12:30 or so. Uh, showered and went to bed and then that next next day for sunday i ended up uh waking up and decided to go to the rigs and brews hosted by high point overland or aka kevin uh with uh, his jeep wrangler j ellish i don't know all these models i'm not familiar with all the models but i'm, I'm kind of illiterate on all that i know what mine is that's it but it's a wrangler uh but anyway so yeah i went down there that sunday i've been kind of contemplating on it which i know i've kind of said that a few times with y'all and it was kind of saturday afternoon that i decided hey i need i need some more content for the podcast i'm running out of stuff i don't want to just sit here and talk about my gladiator this and that it it just it gets it gets old to me so i imagine it can't be that interesting y'all maybe it is maybe it isn't but uh yeah so I, i decided to go down there to help uh fulfill some content and uh left about seven o'clock sunday morning because i knew it showed on the map that it was going to take me about uh close to three hours to go down there i don't believe it actually even took me that it probably took me two to two hours and 15 minutes uh without including the the stopping breaks and to wash the gladiator but uh left that morning at seven uh, stopped in Forest City to give the Gladiator a outside wash because I had detailed the inside uh, that Friday afternoon before I left and it was supposed to rain so it kind of seemed pointless to me to try and wash the Gladiator beforehand with there being a chance of rain coming so I had stopped at a car wash in Forest City and of course the one that I stop at it uh only thing that worked on it was the the spray nozzle and none of the everything else was taped off the buttons were taped off and i was just i was like man that's my damn like it seems like every car wash i roll up to it either takes my money or half the stuff don't work which luckily the gladiator was in somewhat clean condition so i just went ahead and and pressure washed it off and then went back with a like a microfiber towel and just wiped it down which it, it wasn't too dirty anyway from because uh, it had been cleaned previously that week. And so it was just dust from the races that was on there. So really just rinse it off and wiping it down, and, and it looked presentable enough to me. 
And uh, yeah, so I headed down there. Didn't really have any other hiccups on the way. The traffic there was not that bad at all. And it was not that bad of a ride as I thought it was going to be, especially driving, you know, the 38s with the Gladiator. It is majority of the time is not a very fun ride, especially on roads that are not well maintained from the uh, the rocking from the side side to side on it. Uh, just the, the nature of the beast. But, you know, it, it ended up being a pretty smooth, enjoyable ride there. Ended up arriving there a little bit after 10, 10, 15, 10, 20, 10, 30, somewhere in there. Why the heck did I just... I'll just say 1030. I might as well just said every number in the book. That makes no sense. So I ended up getting there roughly around 1030. It was about the third rig uh, to show up and uh, got everything kind of set up. I didn't set up the rooftop tent because it was it was hot enough that day and I knew it, it's a, a pain to, to put up and take down. I've seriously thought about buying a hard top simply because of that fact of just setting it up in two or three minutes and being done. So the hard tops are a little bit different of a, of a, I say an animal. They're just super easy to set up and put down, but they do want an arm and a leg for them. So that's my only, my only hold up with that. The rooftop tents, you, most of them you can find for a pretty good deal. And the first generation Smitty built that I had, it was Velcro all the way around the bottom. Super simple to take the, the cover off. And then the setup time was pretty much the same with, with just about all rooftop tents. But the Tough Stuff one that I have now has a zipper around the bottom. And it can be a, t a tend to be a pain to, to the unzipping's not too bad, but it's trying to zip it back up, especially since I leave my pillows and my blankets in there with it. So it can tend to be a pain sometimes to, uh, to set up and set down. That's why I, I decided not to, not to put it up anyway especially since how hot it was and y'all know how I am with with summertime camping it, it's a it's a rare event if I do decide to go and usually I will have everything set up so I can kind of relax and cool down so I don't get uh, I say too hot I work out in the heat but you know what I mean nobody likes to have drenched clothes and be miserable so I decided not to like I said I just put up the awning in the back I didn't do the tent and uh so yeah, it was uh, ended up being in between I think 15 and 20 rigs showing up. Ended up uh, kind of moseying around and talking with a few people and seeing a couple different rigs. Um, the other thing that I figured out too while we was there at uh, Wiseacre Brewing Company, which is where we met up, is not all beer is created equal. I will tell you that. And I learned that firsthand. I've been to Lost 40 uh, once or twice here in Little Rock, and they had just a sampler of, you could try some dark beers and some other mixture of beers. And I I've, I know that I'm not a fan of dark beers. Uh, maybe I just didn't try the right ones. But they had a few, uh, there was two different ones I tried at Wiseacre, which were kind of, I guess, the starter beers, which were a, a light beer and they were super delicious and they made my Michelob ultras which are a higher i guess you could say everyday beer you know tastes like shit pretty much so it i did figure that out pretty quick after i'd had uh two or three different uh different flavors you know obviously having something pre-made versus something that's fresh brewed right on site it's it's hard to beat i mean it's I guess that's that's pretty much common sense. But uh, so yeah, everybody had a few brewskis. That was kind of the first time for me, I guess, taste testing at least light beer. That's something that would be more to my flavoring. 
and uh, I enjoyed it. Everything everything worked out fantastic. Uh, Kevin at High Point Overland brought his uh, his rig, his Jeep, and his uh, off road trailer set up. There's another guy there with a maybe not the right you know a Jeep Wrangler with uh, his trailer set up. Another guy had. Uh, more of a camper like a teardrop trailer set up and they were all very fascinating and, and interesting I, me hauling a trailer it's just not my i guess my flavoring or, or my my cup of tea i guess you could say I, the gladiator that's why i went with that the bed style not only just because it would be hard for me to go without a truck bed but it gives me a little bit extra room that i can store stuff back there and basically to try to eliminate having a trailer you know if I was to go on super long trips, a week or two, I, I guess I could run into a problem with uh, limited space or something like that or not, not having enough space. But hopefully to have everything that I plan to do, at least in the next few years, it will be, you know, just suit me just fine. So, but not, like I said, not, it's not a knock to their stuff. That's, you know, what they have. And I know with the Wranglers, they're, they are obviously limited space, basically without the truck bed. So in most situations it is nice to have that extra trailer to be able to haul the extra stuff which would simulate basically my truck bed for my gladiator so it was awesome seeing uh both their rigs because they were they were newer jeeps somewhat and uh, well one of them was a newer jeep and the other one was i think it was a little older model maybe uh, i don't know 14 15 see i'm bad with all this kevin's uh, at high point his is uh his is uh, fairly new i'm guessing it might be a year or two old heck it might be a, a 2020 just like mine so i was able to kind of see his setup and on the inside and compare it with mine as well as oh hang on let me i'll get his name pulled up uh but uh even kevin's setup on the inside the one thing i, I i'm kind of a stickler about is the different mounts like he had uh, the GPS mount, a phone mount, tablet mount. I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff. Oh, here we go. My music's trying to start on without me. So, yeah, it had different stuff set up on it on the inside. And that's, I'm kind of a, a like I said, a stickler, a, a big OCD type of a person to, uh, to do that, to have stuff set up. Clean looking. I don't like a whole lot of wires. And that's some of the issue that I have now. So... Uh, the other guy is MJC underscore Overlander. And uh, this is the first time I met him. Super cool guy. And I cannot remember his first name. I'm bad with, uh, with names in general. So uh, don't, don't put me down too bad. But yeah, he had uh, a Jeep Wrangler set up with uh, the uh, off-road trailer as well. And some of the few things that I've seen on the inside of his was the how do you say it? Is it Baratech? Bara something? Seat covers? Bartac. Bartac. That's what they are. They are kind of a rough seat cover with Molly uh, webbing on the back. And I'm thinking that's probably going to be the route I'm going to go with having a dog with me because they were, uh, they were pretty tough. And I think they will be able to handle the dog hair. And after doing a lot of research on them, you can literally take them out of your car, spray them down, wash them let them dry and then put them right back in your jeep so they are about 330 dollars you know obviously for the front set and then the rear set's going to be about the same and then they do also sell a uh, center console 
a pad cover that it runs you about i think it's like 40 or 50 bucks as well and uh, the other thing that he did have was molly uh webbing for his visors i have got that on the way it should be coming in tomorrow after uh i upload this podcast today on thursday so it should be coming in tomorrow friday and i'm gonna have that excited to get some of that stuff decked out on the visors just uh basically kind of quick grab and go stuff onto there on each side what else did i order uh the vinyl did come in today so i'm gonna get that uh worked out and fixed out fixed out and put on uh figure out something with that the gray is not really no i don't know if i'm if i'll fall in love with it or not because gladiator is pretty much red and all black so i I don't know i'm thinking that gray is going to kind of clash with it so we'll see I'll, i'll get something drawn up or worked up and then i'll see what it looks like and uh been kind of eyeballing the bronze rims from four wheel parts their actual brand that they put out uh this come out with here recently i don't know i think bronze would look good with the with the gladiator because i attempted before to go with that red and blue scheme all around it kind of a transformer optimus prime look still going to call it rhino or RhinoCon, whichever one and uh i think i i, I changed my mind on that it was going to be almost too flashy for me so that's why i went with the black and the uh, the flat black and then it's a gloss gray that i'm going to do and i don't know i don't know if it'll look good or not so we'll see we'll get a couple cut out and put on there and see if i like it or not uh and who knows if i end up getting the the bronze rim obviously i'm going to go with with bronze decals with a black outline so we'll we'll try that too but uh back to the uh the rigs and brews event i'm gonna try to get one hosted here locally somewhere in central arkansas a little bit later in the year probably around september ish hopefully it'll be a little bit cooled off by then and uh you know hopefully get a lot more local Arkansas people to, to come and visit, to talk, to see some of the rigs. And, and not only just like I did at this meetup, you know, just figuring out stuff, seeing other people's rigs and ideas and their setups. And, you know, it just, it gets my mind turning and spinning on, on things that I can do with uh, different with my rig or improve or stuff that I didn't even know existed that I needed, which that's a, almost a bad thing, but you know, that's how it is and um let's see the rough country fridge it's got put back on uh, back order again for another i don't know i think it's three or four days extended again so we'll give that to about the end of this uh this month of july and if it goes past july i'm probably going to look at trying to get a different fridge all in general so yeah uh i do have a discount code in the works for y'all um, for this item that I planned on buying anyway, but I ended up reaching out to the company and, you know, trying to work out something with them, uh, for my podcast listeners and probably will be maybe at some of the meetups, maybe do a giveaway or two there, uh, just to try to help, help me help you, if that makes sense. I mean, it, I didn't reach out in, in hopes just to get something free and try to promote this as a, oh, this is a blah, 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 you know. So, yeah, it uh, be looking out for that in the next episode or two. I don't know if I'm going to do it on a brew talk or if I'm going to do it on a soul um, episode alone. But, uh, yeah, be, be looking out for that in the near future. 
Once again, thank y'all so much for the support. That's the whole point of uh, me kind of reaching out to some of these companies, you know, like I said, to, to help everybody save a little cash. I know in this business it, it can be expensive and uh, to get, you know, some of your recovery gear and, and other stuff, it, it can it can quickly add up. So anything helps. And, uh, you know, not everybody's made of money. So once again, thank you all for listening. Don't forget, head over to my page and follow. Y'all have a great weekend.